0: You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever with your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind.
1: Hello morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the best morning routine ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lunid. And today I have the honor of introducing a very special guest to the show. Kayla Jackson. Kayla is an ex social worker turned home stager turned coach. She uses her background in clinical social work and interior designed to help people have more ease in their home and life. What perfect timing, right? For a lot of us working from home, and so I'm excited to bring her on because we're going to pick her brain about all things interior design and social work. So, with no further ado, Kayla, welcome to the show. Thank you. So happy to be here with you. It's my pleasure. Please tell us about your journey. You know, you went from social work, interior design, and now coach. Like, what led to that evolvement or and transformation?
0: Yeah. um, It was... I mean, it was years in the making, honestly. I always thought that I would have some type of business, but I had no idea what type. And I always wanted to help people in some capacity. So that is what led me to social work when I first started off in my career. Mm -hmm. And I worked with super high-risk and marginalized populations. And while I was passionate about the work, I completely fried. Right. Completely burnt out. I had a whole breakdown around the career and had to leave it. So I wanted to do a complete 180 career-wise. And I've always loved interior design and decorating and making homes beautiful. So that's how I then got into the interior design field, which led me to home staging. So I was preparing houses for realtors to sell. So like very different work from working with clients. So it was fun work, but I did miss that client interaction. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, with 2020 and the start of the pandemic, uh, that work was on pause. And in that time, I was like, I think it's time for me to start this business and merge these two passions because I love how people feel in their home and how they Mm -hmm. show up in their home. And I think that while the aesthetics of it are beautiful and great, it's so much deeper than that for me.
1: Mm -hmm. It's almost like a sanctuary, right? Because that's where you create those habits around your house. It's amazing because every furniture in your home has a habit attached to it. And so (laughs) it's imperative to know or to be intentional about where you place your things in the house. So elaborate. Tell us a little bit more about that, that intention.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's that exact piece, right? Having intention around it and just having awareness around it. Because I don't think that people have enough awareness around what habits are forming in their space and the ways that they're showing up in their space and how that mirrors other aspects of their life. So with my like particular client, usually the focus is there's a general sense of overwhelm with everything, mm-hmm. right. Of like, I don't even know where to begin, my house feels in disarray. My life feels in disarray. I feel all these feelings all the time and I just don't know how to sort them out. Mm-hmm. And my whole point and purpose is to kind of be a little bit of an investigator, right. With what's going on with their space and with their life. So like, tell me about what's going on. Where do you feel comfortable in your space? How do you show up every day in your space? Right. Why do you show up that way um, to just help people get really clear on what their actual needs are? Cause sometimes mm-hmm. we're caught in ruts. And we're just doing things for the sake of doing it. And we have lost track of what the end goal was of doing that thing, engaging in that pattern. So I want people to get more clear around that and then incorporate more ease in their home and life. So that's the work that we do together. And that's That's, process.
1: That's pretty awesome. Because I think a lot of people don't make the correlation, right? The correlation that might, if I have, let's just take your desk. If my desk is messy, that correlates to me having a messy mind or uh, thought process that uh, things are not flowing. But it's a strong correlation. It's very significant because if your house is a mess, you think, oh, now it doesn't bother me, but it does.
0: Yeah. And, you know, in, sometimes it's even just like the shame around it, right? Like, what well, doesn't bother me, but what if other people are judging me for what's happening? Mm-hmm. And it's like trying to navigate all those different pieces. Yeah. So... It's all related for sure, the, the thoughts, yeah,
1: the thought that goes through um through your mind in, in terms of how how you're perceived mm-hmm. like if that that's important to you, how you perceive or how you you are seen, so tell us about how do you do it, you know, or you I know you ask those critical questions, what's going on, um but you're clearly doing some of this remotely, so you're not going in and actually designing the place or placing furniture or any of that,
0: no, and honestly i started off with more of a design focus with my business. And what I've noticed with working with clients is that it really just doesn't matter what I think the space should look like. Like that's (laughs) not important, right? Like what matters is what the client thinks the space should look like. Um, So with the remote um, with being remote, I am still remote. I work hundred percent remote with my clients. Um, A lot of it is them creating that vision for themselves and me just guiding them in that process. Right. So we're talking about how they're showing up in their life. And then we're talking about how you're showing up in your home. And it's it's their vision board. It's their answers. I'm very like clear. I am not some expert that has the exact answers for you. What I do for you is I hold space for you to figure out those answers for yourself. So that's the most important piece. Less my thoughts, less my opinions. If you want to hear my thoughts on it, sure. But I care so much more about what you think and what you want to implement in your home and life and how you want to incorporate ease.
1: What are some of the things that you see people rearrange and how has it helped in them show up better in their life or in, in improve their
0: life? I think the biggest thing had been um, conversations around just creating safety and sacredness in their space. Um, usually when I'm talking to clients and I ask them point blank, like, where do you go when you're feeling unsafe? Like, where's the place where you get to just kind of reset and take care of yourself in your house? And a lot of them didn't have a space. They're like, ah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where to go. I'm not sure. So a lot of it is just like creating and whether that space is a whole room, a corner in a room, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Whatever you have access to just being intentional, like we were mentioning about, this is my space where I get to reset, where I get to collect myself, where I get to get clear on my needs and how I want to show up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's important. It's also creating that habit. So when you step into that sacred space, the shift begins to happen, right? You, you start already de- de-escalating or de-stressing and you know that this is what the energy is around that. Because I burn sage every morning. It helped me think clearer. It helped mm-hmm. me think think better in the morning. And so like when I don't have it on, my brain is like, wait, we're missing something. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the habit has been formed around mm-hmm. it because of the meaning I give to it. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. It's, it's it's the intention, but also meaning behind the objects or the, the activities that we do. I think that makes them stick, make them last longer and become more powerful in our life.
0: Would you agree? Yeah, read? you've ritualized it, right? Like it's your ritual. It's something that you... Yeah, have added intention to it. It's not something that you're just kind of like doing just for no reason. There's context to it. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that that's helpful.
1: That's valuable. Yeah, very helpful and valuable. It makes it easier to to remember to keep doing. When you add emotions, I guess I want to talk about emotions. Mm-hmm. What, what how important are emotions? That emotional attachment we have to things or to our sacred space.
0: Yeah, they're extremely important, and I think that the Hard piece is for how we've been socialized. We don't really put a lot of importance on the emotions, right? It's mm-hmm. something that's like, oh, you're being super emotional, or oh, you shouldn't even be like got caught up in your feelings, like just keep going, keep working, keep grinding, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but our emotions are our insights. They may not always be one hundred percent true to what the current reality is, but they're mm-hmm. information. It's right. all information for us to understand what we need, right? Like, if I'm feeling upset in my space, something's going on. My body and my mind are trying to tell me something, mm-hmm. and I need to kind of sort through and figure what out. You know, figure out what that thing is, and then figure out what the need is out of that emotion.
1: I like that. It's an alarm. It's a it's a warning system. Yep. And if if we see it that way, then we won't we won't ignore it or kind of push it aside yeah. and not give it any um substantial meaning. Mm-hmm. I, I want to talk to you more about the um boundaries. Right. Yeah. How has so how does setting boundaries help improve? Because a lot of people don't know how to say no. And I know it's yeah. it's powerful, but there's a need to set boundaries so that we can actually be better. Yeah talk. let's talk us through the importance the of setting boundaries.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what I what was the most helpful thing for me that I heard around boundary work is something that my old therapist used to tell me, which is that you need to model to yourself and others how they're supposed to take care of you. Mm. So that's where the boundary is so important, right? Because you're explaining to somebody else, hey, this is what I need right now. This is my capacity right now. Does that work for you? And I think that that's the other piece of the boundary. It's you getting clear about how you get taken care of. And then you having that conversation with the other person, right? Like it's not a one-sided thing. It's not a barrier Mm -hmm. where you say, hey, you can't do any of those things. And I'm just going to not speak to you. That's not a boundary, right? Mm -hmm. It may be necessary to do that, but that's not a boundary. A boundary is a conversation. It's Mm -hmm. me saying, this is what I need. This is what I've got going on. How does that fit with what you need and what you have going on, and how can we both kind of meet in the middle and both walk away with our needs being met?
1: Right, and then you gain respect. Um, you gain respect with that, especially having to with the pandemic, having to work from home. Yes, you know where the kids are home, but our husband, wife, you name it. You know everyone's home, and so those boundaries, I'm sure, were not they were not needed before as strongly as they do they do now because mm-hmm. we're all sharing the same space all the time right <laughs> yeah it, it has to be that dialogue and I like that you said it's not and uh, I'm shutting you down I'm, I'm stonewalling it's like let's have a conversation so that you understand what is it that I'm looking for
0: yeah absolutely and I think that we assume that people just are going to know what we want and need and it's they don't do that then they they don't care about us and it's like no 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 that's the care is in the boundary work the care is in that conversation right of just like i'm bringing this to you i'm trusting that you can hold and listen to this and that we can come to a conclusion that feels good for both of us
1: right i like the way you put that it's almost like it's a tough conversation but it 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 reaps you can reap the benefits once you kind of get it out in the open yeah, this is this is nice. So how have you made your because I know you work with some clients and this is your passion. I, I love it to see when people when you find your passion and you know, your passion will wake you up, your yeah. passion will, will make a way for you. Yeah. And so I'm always excited to meet individuals like yourself who find what they love. And it will actually just you created a job for yourself. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, and it's, not that I'm like the first person to ever think about uh your life and your home and how they relate to each other. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a niche of how I combine the things and the ways that I talk about these topics. So yeah, in some ways I definitely created my own position, which has its pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. You might be the only one in the space in your area. You gotta do some learning, but it's what you want to do. So I want to talk about passion, like finding your passion and being able to discover your passion and how it's so much more different. Because we, when we started out, Kayla, you talked about being burnt out. You were fried, right, mm-hmm. from, from the work, from both of them. Mm-hmm. But when you did combine both of them to create this third <laughs> energy, this third space, it's more thriving. It's more fulfilling. So let's talk about the difference between those two first jobs now that you've combined to one. But mm-hmm. in this realm, it's your purpose. You're mm-hmm. living in your purpose. You're, you're
0: living in that space where you're utilizing your talent to so its full potential. How's that different? I think the biggest difference is is my agency. Like I have a lot more agency over mm-hmm. how my day looks. And in some ways, that's a like that's a tough difference to hold, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know... I was super burnt out because I didn't have control over my schedule. I wasn't really allowed to kind of say, Hey, I can't, I don't want to work with this client right now. I just yeah. want to go home. You know, like it, there was always this present need. And with creating my own um, job and, and entrepreneurship journey, like it's the agency piece is the most important difference. Um, and in some ways that is super freeing. I can do whatever I want. I can make as much money as I want to make. I can all these things. Right. And All of that means that it's all on me. Yeah, (laughs) I don't have anybody else to point to. I can't turn and say, hey, you didn't do this thing. And that's why I didn't get that work. And that's why I didn't get this thing. It's like, no, what did I, what was I missing? What Mm -hmm. do I need to continue to work on? So the agency was the biggest difference for me from from these careers to this current one.
1: Yeah, I like that. I can relate. It's the autonomy. It's the autonomy to have control over your own time Mm -hmm. and who you hang out with, who you work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's important. And that, I think, adds to our happiness. Because to be frank, Kayla, we're not working any less. No. We're actually working more.
0: <laughs> I've never worked this hard
1: <laughs> in
0: my <laughs> career. I have
1: never worked this hard. Yeah. Yet you show up with a smile on your face. You get up early in the mm-hmm. morning and you do it. You show up with grace to your clients. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's amazing. Is it purpose? Is that what the difference is? Is it like now if I have purpose? I know because I, I, you, you are applying the desire to help other people, right? You have people that are waiting because they need your help. And they're looking for you to guide them, as you said. And that that is a driving force that yeah. gives us energy. And I find it the morning routine helps with that purpose. It helps us stay on purpose.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Let's talk about it. Let's talk about your morning routine. How do you get up, dress up and show up?
0: <laughs> um, I would say it definitely varies, but I would say the one constant is that I try to meditate like before I do anything else. I try to just sit down and really just sit with my thoughts and breathe yeah. because a lot of the things I talk about with my clients and feeling the overwhelm and all of the emotion, and all the feelings, like a lot of that is because that's my story too, right? Like, mm-hmm. like we mentioned, I experienced burnout, I experienced overwhelm. I experienced all these things in my personal life and taking the time to really just sit with myself and sit with my breath is so important for me. It helps me wind down from like all the thoughts racing through my head of like, well, I have to do this thing. I have to do that thing. I just can take a few seconds. Right. And just say, okay, let me just be in this present moment. Let me just sit in this present moment and see what it's asking of me. And usually it's not asking much of me. And that's what meditation Mm-hmm. has really helped with me with, right. is like, not everything is a fire. Not everything is an, is an emergency. Things are going just as they need to be going. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I just need to keep sitting with that process instead of getting super focused on outcomes.
1: Yeah. And that meditation transcends throughout the day, doesn't it? Yes. It helps yeah. you show up calmer. It mm-hmm. helps you show up more attuned and more present. I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah. You have to be more present throughout the day. And so you got meditation. Um, I love that. What else do you do in the morning to help prime you for the day?
0: I love tea. (laughs) Caffeine is, I'm pretty sensitive to caffeine, but I love black tea. So meditating, my black tea, my breakfast, I cannot, I I don't know how people get through the day and they don't (laughs) have breakfast. I absolutely need to have breakfast. So meditating, my black tea, my breakfast, and that is usually how I kick off my day. That's cool. Yes. So simple. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's non-negotiable. Those
1: three things are (laughs) non-negotiable.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Um, How can we connect with you? Where can we find you?
0: Yeah, I'm on Instagram. It's my full name, Kayla Danielle Jackson. I've got a website, also my full name, kayladaniellejackson.com. I send out newsletters. So if you want to get some fun emails from me every other week, you can sign up through my website. And yeah, I'm also on LinkedIn, also my full name. I would love to connect with anyone in any of those realms. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing and thank you for coming today. It's really been nice to talk
1: about the correlation between your space and your level of productivity and how you show up um, in your life. So it's been very, very nice. Thank you again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure.
0: All right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.